Yes, so we will go further with the Parsha, the way Harav Levi said, but we'll go further with the Parsha with the same thing. So, uh, we had to do, we contemplated together the last two times in the Parsha Shavua, what does it mean to have our Kore? How deep that thing goes. Today, we want to think together about the fact that a real hakore is the core point of your godless. When you want to grow in Ruchnius, you have to have a hakore of the area you want to grow in. That is absolutely needed. Because, I will show you that, how that works, because growth always means that you are um, uh, developing in the same things you had beforehand, but in a much deeper level or in another realm. Growth doesn't mean that you are conquering another area in Torah. That would be that when I'm going to explore Taiwan, I'm growing. No, I'm simply in a different place. Till now I was in Erzisol. Now I am Taiwan. So that's not a bigger person. It is I'm somewhere else. A growing person is he stays in the same place. That means he deals with the same things. He deals with Chesed, but in a much deeper level. And there you need a Hakora. Why? Because in the deeper level, you will not recognize that this is chesed. Because it has a different appearance. When you are bigger, and when you are different, dealing with a different world in Avoide, the chesed looks different. So then it doesn't sound like chesed. It sounds like something else. But it's chesed. But in that realm, the chesed has an appearance which from the outside that would look not like Chesed. I'll give you a dogma. Chesed is a thing which you feel very much, you know what that means, from your receiving point. When someone makes Chesed with me, I'll feel accepted, I'll feel good, I'll feel validated. I feel that he includes me in his world, whatever you want. All these nice words, I feel really... Um, a very warm, good feeling within me when you speak about chesed. So it makes me the chesed that makes me that makes me feel so good. But now, the one which gives chesed is growing, and he's growing into a position where he gives over Torah. But now, when he gives over Torah, he will give over Torah. Once in a while, not always, I'll make that to you, now it's scary, but once in a while you give over Torah, like this, because you have to emphasize the truth. Eh? Torah is an endeavor which is incredible, important, and has a factor of truth, right and wrong to it. And then suddenly, he will be a person which once in a while looks like this, and then they say, oh wow, so all the Midas Roys are coming out. No. 
Chesed in the realm of teaching Torah includes that you are harsh too. But that's not Chesed. No, this is not Chesed. I know what Chesed means. Chesed means that the other one feels so warm and good and accepted. But when you come with a day in which is absolute apicosis, I will not make you a chesed when I tell you, wow, that's very interesting. This is an unbelievable idea. I really think one has to explore that. No, no. When I make chesed you, I will explain to you in undisputable way that you are terribly wrong. That's what I do when I make chesed in Torah. But you don't see it. Because you feel that you are attacked. This is because you have no hakore in chesed. You know what chesed means. But in a deeper level, you are not recognizing it. You think it's something else. That happens a lot of times. Not that I'm a bal chesed, now I'm a nervous guy. But that happened to me that people, I was in, in, I was in Chuslovitz over here too, same thing. Today it's everywhere the same. But I was in Chuslovitz. And then people said, Licht is not a real rabbi. So that's okay because I'm not a real anything. That's, that's accepted. But the, 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 the argumentation was wrong. He said, Licht is not a real rabbi. Why? Because a real rabbi is always soft spoken. What? Ma? Ma? What? what ma? 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 What's going on? It's going on that people have no hakore. What means making a table with the other person? They have no hakore. They only know how it feels in their actual realm. Where they are, they need a car. They need food. They need all these good things which make you feel good. Chesed in that realm means that you feel good. For sure. But that doesn't mean that you are makir what chesed means. You have no hakore what chesed means. No? Because when you would have a hakore what chesed means, you would see, ah, in the realm of Torah, chesed means something else. It has another appearance too. You don't see that. Yeah? So that is that for growth, when you really want to grow in Chesed, you have to have a Kore. Otherwise, you'll make a mistake. And you think, ah, Chesed means that you're always nice and kind. <coughs> and then you have something which is going on, which can't have the, the reaction of nice and kind, but I have to be about Chesed. Huh? I have to be about chesed. And then you make a big mistake. Because that's not chesed anymore. That's achzorius. When I leave you with your terrible, apikursische idea, I am an achzor. I am not about chesed. I hate you when I leave you with that. I don't love you. Huh? You see? And that is Nitzahakore. You see it also in the Parsha afterwards, you see it by Yankov Ovinu. Yeah? By Yankov Ovinu, you see that 
was dealing with Lovon. So when Yankee Vavino dealt with Lovon, so he, 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 he was the slowest guy in the, in the world. He was able to turn, and then to turn like this, and then to turn like that, and then to turn like this, and then to turn like that. He was able to turn anywhere. And so, so, that's not true. No. The moment you deal with a liar like Lovon, Emes means that you know how to lie too. I thought, no, 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 it doesn't. And that's you don't have a core. You can't grow. You can't deal with the same thing in a deeper, bigger level. Okay? So that's what needs a core. So this is the core point of growth. The core point of growth is always that the same thing is revealing itself in a higher level too. But in order to see that, and in order to be able to work on that, you need a core from what's going on. Otherwise you can't work on that. This is the right thing for, for growth. In the Yetzirah, We'll speak about Yetzirah soon. But in the Yetzirah, you also need a Hakorah. But in the Yetzirah, you need a Hakorah not to grow with him. That means, um, the Yetzirah does his job excellently, you know, without asking you. The point you need a Hakorah in the Yetzirah, is in order to be careful, or in order to keep yourself off that Yetzirah, in a realm where you didn't know him yet. So this is a very d- difficult thing. I, I don't know whether you ask yourself once the question about the Avoida facing the Yitzhahore. How can the Boiroilum come and have any objection to me when I am in a new, new circumstances? I am, let's say, growing like Kirach. I am growing, and then the Yetzer comes in a way, which in an appearance, which I, I didn't know that he comes in that appearance. I didn't recognize him like this. You know, I didn't know that he wo- wo- works like that. And then I'm falling through. So why should the Bireu have a title of me? I don't have any experience with that. So that's the point. When you are makir the Yetzer, and you are makir not only experiencing it, you are makir the Yetzer, then, also in the higher realm, you will recognize it and say, no, that's, 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 that's not good. It has a bad smell. Yeah? That's not good. Ach, don't want. That happened to Kirach. Kirach knew what means kine. Kirach wasn't an idiot. You know, he knew exactly what kine means. But he knew the kine, but the, how it appears in the world he knows. But then he had Ruach HaKedosh. And he saw all these Machanek Gehunek coming out of him. Yeah? All his children. In that realm, he didn't know that that could be from Kina, this Taina. No, this Taina is clean, like, like a, like a, like a gem. You know, I was very clean, really clean of Yetzirah. Yeah, because he didn't have a core in the Yetzirah. And then in the bigger realm, he, 
he lost sight. But there is a tie on him. For sure there is a tie on him. Because he had the kina beforehand. So please, you have to be makil the yetzer. In order to keep yourself off the yetzer in the other realm too. This is the, uh, this is the thing what the Mashgiach wants. He, 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 want, he wanted to, you call that proofread. Yeah. Proofread me? No. Yeah, there's something. He wants you to know what they say. So he told me the story of Rabbi Ruchem. The story of Rabbi Ruchem was that Rabbi Ruchem said, My Rebbe, the altar von Kelm, when he went into a room and he saw that there is money spread out in the room, which is not counted, he just left the room because there is a yichud. That's what the altar said. And Rabbi Ruchem said, When I would be in the room, I for sure would count them the money. That's what he says. Now, the Mashkirch asked me, tell me, what would Rabbi Ochen do? So I wanted to, that's not inter- it's not interesting for me to answer questions, because I know what I think, you know. It's interesting for me what he says. So I tried to be quiet. I didn't answer, it was a, like a fight, you know. I don't know, when you answer me a question, I, I ask me a question, I don't answer. Why should I answer? I know what I think, I want you to answer. But he didn't give up. You know, he said, no, you have to answer. Okay, I answered. I told him, you for sure wouldn't take the money. He wouldn't take it into his pocket. For sure not. He would organize the money. He would all the $100 bills and the $50 bills and the $20 bills, the $10 bills, the $5 bills, the $2 bills, the $1 bills. He would all make an order, order the thing, organize the thing. Why are you touching anything which doesn't belong to you? Why are your hands going to any item which is not your own possession? Tanef. That's Rabbi Yoch. So I told him that Mashkir was very happy. But that is Gneva. No, Rechter. No, 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 no. You're exa- exaggerating. No, please. No. No, 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 that's why, that's not, no, no, no. Why not? Then make your chesed with the other guy. No, 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 that's not chesed. You may not touch the other's possession. Your hands can't go there. It's, it's impossible to be foolish, no? It doesn't say you shouldn't take. When you put your hand there, and then you take your hand off, something sticks to it. That means you can't put the hand there. Huh? Um, you can't put your hands to something else no you can't there's no way that you can put your hands anywhere which is not belonging to you no that's Rabbi Rucham. but we are not makir the Gneva like this we are makir the Gneva that I am going to where is the city bank with two good friends you know we all have a socks over the head and my two friends have automatic guns, and I'm going in. I take the money, and you go with a, with a, with a, with two motorcycles. I will sit behind the other guy. I can't drive, so I will sit there, and then vroom, we go. Away. Ah, wow, that's a real gnave. No, that is an appearance of gnave in a very grobe world, in a very thick world. For sure, that's gnave. But it's not that is Gneve. 
No, Gneva means a simple thing. I touch something which doesn't belong to me. That's Gneva. So that's Rabbi Ocham. So you need to recognize your Yetzel, not in order to grow with him. No, uh, he grows by himself. But in order to recognize your Yetzel in the bigger realm. But Mitzhat avoide, you have to recognize the thing in order you should be able to grow. Otherwise you can't grow. You can't. You can't grow. So we have, in this week's parasha, we have two people, which each one was unbelievable, unbelievable, um, uh, big, growing over the limits. Two people. The one is Ephraim. I think, in, I can't say to America, in the Forbes of Canaan, Ephraim was on the top list. You know? Just after Elon Musk. You know? I don't know. But he was a very good businessman. You know? Big. That's one of our problems. Today in our society, we think people are big when they have a lot of money. Yeah, but this is, we'll see that, this is an outcome of a pull of the Yetzer, or a push of the Yetzer. Because to have... Uh, Two hundred billion dollars. I don't know now. Musk goes down with a, with his new. With a, okay, the whole thing. I don't know what 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 he's worth still, but he's still okay. Canine horror, yeah. But uh, but uh, but the, the, to have a billion dollar and to have a hundred dollar is the same thing. It's not a different realm. It's not a different realm. It's the same thing. Having money, being able to spend money. Only you are able to spend money in such a dimension which is unbelievable but it's perceivable the same thing that's why everyone holds of him or doesn't hold of him because you feel connected and it is the same thing as you I also would want to have a few million or billion dollars that wouldn't be so a bad idea that wouldn't be such a bad idea that what you think so you know that because the Yetzer makes that, the Dimyonis, and that's what Avramovini wanted. Avramovini wanted to pay off Ephraim. But it was an entirely different, different um, business Avram wanted. Avramovin didn't want the Sode. He wanted to drive out the guy from the Sode. He, want, he wanted to disconnect Ephraim from the Sode. He didn't want to disconnect the Sode from Ephraim. That is with Enoa, you know. It was a horrendous price. You know. It's like when I take on this nice property I am in. It's a very nice property. I'm so happy being here. But, okay, you want this property because you want living in Kiryat Sefer. So I will buy, uh, sell it to you. I tell you, you'll pay me for, pay me for that $12 million. That's Enoa. I ain't Enoa because... No, but Teresa says when it's a horrendous price, it's still you know. So it was at least like this, you know. It was like a hundred times the worth. It was like most probably all the people around him, around everyone said, Wow, good business, huh? That's a good deal. That's what Avromovin wanted. Because Avromovin wanted that Ephraim should be disconnected from the property entirely. He shouldn't have any 
remaining claim on that property, even with his demyoinus, shouldn't. That he wanted. You know, when you give, first he wanted to give a, uh, he wanted to give um, a ducal, a, a present. Avon didn't want. Why? Because when you give a present, you're still connected over here. I don't know whether you once gave a present to someone, and then it was a nice vase, you know. You give a present. And then after five weeks or four weeks, three weeks, you are entering your friend's home, and then out of, out of, the, out of the wrinkle of your eye, you're looking around, where did he put this vase? So when your friend is prepared that you will come, he'll take it out of some place where he put it away, and because you are coming, he puts it on the table. That's right, that's what he does. Because he is still, you are still connected to that, you gave it a present. But believe me, when I go to the shop, and I buy a vase, the, the owner of the shop, next time he comes to me, he will not have any dream to look for the vase. He won't dream about that. You can do whatever you want. I, 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 I sold it to you. Perhaps it's a maton. Uh, perhaps you, you wanted to show your children how things are breaking. You can start with the bills. It's your thing. You, you, you bought it. So, a, a, a selling a thing makes you disconnected. But the Bohemian wanted more. He didn't want to disconnect the Sode from Ephraim. He wanted to disconnect Ephraim from the Sode. That guy has to be out. So you could kill him. He would be disconnected too. But Romarino didn't want to kill a person. That's not his issue. But he wanted to disconnect him. How do you disconnect Ephraim from here? You have to disconnect everything. His Tibioinus too. That means all of his fantasies, what he could get for that thing, gone. Out. No claim of the on the sword. That's Romarino. That's what he wanted. So now he tells him, I said, no, I want to give a baton, and now it's okay. No, no, I don't want that, I want, that, I, want that, I want to pay for it. And then Ephraim makes like this. He, didn't, he, doesn't want the, he, do, he doesn't want the money. He does not want the money. But the hand goes out by itself. He says, what is the big deal? A property for 400 shekel kesef. That's the way he spoke. The hand was going by itself. Because that's a pull of the Yitzhah. The Yitzhah pulled him. That's why the Yitzhah is always described as, as strings. First it looks like a string of a spider, and then in the end it is like a rope of a wagon, which you can't, which, which will pull you away, you know. Yeah? So it is a pull or a push, same thing. It pulls you. Yeah? And Ephraim was very big. Today, in our society, Ephraim would be a very Mechubitige person. That guy knows how to make businessmen. He really knows how to do it. And he's very rich. I'm a Hoshua guy, you know. A Hoshua businessman. Slew. And he made a good business. You can't say Avramovin wanted to pay. So he paid. He knows how to pay and make the money. He was big. He was over the limits. But it was over the limits in a way which is very recognizable. To get 10 shekel kesef and 400 shekel kesef is the same thing. Only it's more. It's more, 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 more. That's a yetzah. Makes you grow. 
but it's not real growth. You don't grow into an area which is non-recognizable. Now we have the other thing. That's Rivko. Rivko Yemeni also went over the Gvul. You know? But she went over the Gvul in an entirely different way. She went over the limits that Eliezer comes, I don't know what that you think, Eliezer comes and says, please, I want to drink a cup of water, and the, the, the girl which will say, I will, I will give you a cup of water, and I will draw all the, all the, all the, all the water for your camels, that will be the Shidduch. That's what he said, and that's what she answered. No, she didn't answer like this. Eliezer comes, and, and, uh, Rivko, she's Rivko, and then Rivko, he asked her, could you give me a cup of water? And she says, for sure, you can have water, what is that? So he gave her a cup of, give her a cup of water, how much can you drink? You know, when you drink more than five liters, you get a poison, you get poisoned from water, you may not do that. So you can do it when you are very thirsty, one liter, uh, finished, you know, and that's it. So he gave it. And, now, and then she waited till he finished, and then she was contemplating and saying, what can be done more? And then she saw the camels, and then she connected that, and she says, I'll give water to the camels too. But that's not connected. You know, when I would ask you for a cup of water, they would say, I'll give you the cup of water and I fill up your swimming pool. And what is the Lord to the world? That's something else entirely. It says nothing the same thing. That's Rivko. And that Be'etzer, when you think well, that is what Eliezer wanted. Because of that he said, when she will say, I'll give you to drink, and I will see that drinking of the camels is an extension of that. That's what he wanted. He didn't say, when I say, she'll say, I give you to drink, and at home we have five cows, and I'll shech them for you, and you'll eat them. Now, this wouldn't be good, because that's not an extension of the drinking, you know. It's not the bigger realm in the same thing, no. It's something else. Your father is a butcher, and then your father is a butcher, and you have a lot of food at home. So come to home, eat too. That's not a good shidduch. That's not a good shidduch. Even though she says more, I only want a cup of water. But she tells me, I will give you food at home. Unbelievable. No. no. That's not a good shidduch. The shidduch is that she sees the same thing, which is drinking a cup of water of Eliezer, is to give, to fill up the swimming pool. So I want to tell you, that I would meet you, and I'll ask you, give me please a cup of water, and you shall say, oh, okay, I give you a cup of water, and I am filling up your swimming pool too. I am Nils Hashem, before the Aguda Convention, I'll speak to psychologists. I will look around in the psychologists in America, and they'll find a good psychologist for you. He will speak with you and calm you down, because we are not holding there. That was Rivko Imeno. We are not holding there to say this is the same thing. That's unbelievable. That's a thing which we are not expected ourselves. We, perhaps we have it in the genes, but we are not expected to do that. Now that's over there. That's like you want to imitate the Ovis. You know, that's not for us. No. You can't imitate them. But you can learn from them. What do you learn? That you have 
to have a recognition what means chesed, and then you are contemplating how can I make that grow? And you look around. And that's Rivko. That's a good Shidach. That's an autumn bottle. That's godless in Chesed. That you are perceiving Chesed in a realm where you, or me, I, from outside, would not associate that. It's not the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. Yeah? You have to understand, it's really like filling up your swimming pool, you know. I don't know how many cam- camels he had. He had a few of them, you know. And when you yourself have to bring water to the camels, which after, after, which are dried out, it's like filling up a swimming pool, you know. There's water and water and water. And it's all the same thing as giving one cup to the, the guy. One cup to the guy. Same thing as dry, drawing all this water. Yeah? So it's like not connected. No, it is. How, why? Because Yishko Imenu was recognizing, she had a hakore, what means chesed, and then she was misbeyan. She thought, what, what, what will be a broadening of that concept? What will be more? So, so I can't read the, the comments, the chats, I can't read that. It's, it's covered, okay? So, so, um, so, so that's what Rivko Meno had. So this is the point. You see, there are two different going over the gvul. Everyone went over the bri- over the limits, you know, over the cliff, you say, over the limits. He went over the limits, but he went over the limits with a pull, with a push. That is, his hand went by itself, you know. That's what Ephron did. Big man, and to our dismay. This today is called big. Because we look for the recognizable. We look for the known. We look for the thing which I also can immediately be associated to. Immediately. So then, Ephraim, that's the big guy. I want money, he wants money. But he is Matsliach in an unbelievable way, you know. And that's today is happening day and night. You know that everyone, everyone has to know about all these rich people, what they do. And what's the latest deal? And where is holding? And how much, uh, how much, uh, how much, uh, stock Bill Gates gives? Even though I believe he, he will never give, give to you Yeshiva. And when he would give to you Yeshiva, you could perhaps pay the Hashmal from that, but you can't build a Yeshiva with money from a Goy. You know, that's, I don't think that's a good idea. So, so, so it's not the gay, huh? How much, how would you have to know? I have to know. And how much money does he give? And how much money does he have? Because it's all the same realm. You know what money means, and that guy has more. That's a yetzo. But there are things which you wouldn't associate at all. Oh, that's funny. That crazy man. Why should she fill up the swimming pool after she gave a cup of water? Why? What's this? It's not the same thing at all. And that's what Eliezer wanted. That's why he said this thing. She'll say, I will see that giving a cup of water is the very same thing as drawing all this water for all of your camels. So this is the first time I may say this story because I asked, I asked Rimon, you know, I don't know whether you know Rimon, the brother-in-law of, of Arieli. You know him? You know? Osha Arieli, you heard about him? Okay, Osha Arieli knows how to learn. I think so. He has a brother, Shmuel, which also knows how to learn. So, Shmuel Ariel was my Chavrusa. 
And Shmuel Arieli told me that by them at home, Shabbos table was not speaking and learning. They never spoke in learning. The biggest learners in the world. No, they never spoke in learning. The father was a, was a big London, a very big. I don't, you don't know the Sefer. He wrote the Sefer on Shavuiz, which is as good as Rav Nochem's Torah for sure. And he really knows how to learn. But he didn't speak in learning. They spoke about Chesed. What did they do? I never understood what did they do, what the father went through, Kupatair, or all the Gabbet Stoker Erev Shabbos, and collected the newest, the newest uh, Nebuch's case, and then he presented it in front of the children on the Shabbos table. Well, what did he do? Speak about Chesed the whole time. What did he do? No. They contemplated, how can you make Chesed broader? That's what you do on the Shabbos table. What would you say you have here doing something like this and doing something like that? But how could you make that broader? That means there was an education of thinking about chesed. That's the point. The point when you want to make yourself grow, you have first to contemplate. You can't immediately do. Otherwise, everything will be crooked. Because you will not really grow. You, know, you can't do immediately. You have to contemplate. Yeah. You have to contemplate how does it look like when it's a bigger thing. How could we push the limits? How could you do that? How could you do this? So this is the contemplating what they did on Shabbos. That's the first time I understand it. I never understood what, what, what did he tell me? What's, what's the story? No, that's contemplating. You can't make Shabbos on the, on the, so going making chesed? No, you don't make chesed on, on Shabbos immediately. You think about that. That's the, that was the education. How can you make that bigger? And I afterwards had a benefit out of that. I remember that. I had three children, very small girls, and my wife expected the fourth. And she had hepatitis. So I got a very nice encouraging phone call from my aunt from Switzerland which she said ah oh, your wife has hepatitis I was I had once a friend which has hepatitis in middle of the pregnancy and she died from it that was a good phone call so that's very encouraging and that's the phone call I had and then I had three children and they all had the measles three of them plus the diapers were not disposable. We didn't have disposable diapers at that time. And I have no father and no mother in the country, and my, my wife neither, so I was on my own. And when you have hepatitis, no one wants to visit you, because it would be contagious. So I'm sitting there with three little children, the whole day I sit with them, measles, you know, plus a wife, which obviously there is a danger, because this was a nice phone call. And I'm sitting there, I don't know what to do, but I, I'm sitting there, try to survive, you know, however you do that. Wednesday, someone knocks at the door. I open the door. There's a lady there, I don't know her. And she says, I am a sister of Osharieli. It was Gwerit Ribon. I'm a sister of Osharieli. 
And my brother Shmuel told me that there's a Rimaman which is stuck. So I wanted to come and ask you what is your preferences for Suda Shabbos. I'll make you Shabbos. And she sat down. There's hepatitis going on, you know. But she sat down, took out a list, a, a piece of paper, and asked me what are you used to eat. And she made a regime. It was a five-star hotel, personal. Like you have a personalized medicine, there was personalized chesed. What is it? And since then, I know how Rebetzin Pertzovitz makes a kugel. The wife of Rebnoch, because I got the kugel from Pertzovitz. That's what I got. And then I have the recipe since then. I know how she did it. But that's just unbelievable. And she didn't pick up a phone, you know, these Bale Chesed, you know, that's called, you don't know what Chesed means. Pick up a phone and it says, I heard you are in pain. I'm really so happy to help. So whenever you need help, don't hesitate and please pick up the phone and call me. Yes? Fine. Sei gesund. That's how you get normally. That's right. But you don't knock at the door. Why should you knock at the door? Now that's a person which contemplated what chesed is. That's what it is. You can grow. You have to contemplate. And you see, there are ways of doing it which is much bigger and much more. So, Rivko Imenu, that's a little bit far. That we should, we should um, have the, the possibility to see that, that giving, giving water to a person and drawing water for camels is the same thing. Uh, that's Rivko. But we also can do that. So those are the two ways of being big. One is the way of Hetzalah. The Hetzalah also wants you to be big. But it's like an ongeblossen or mensch. It's like you are blow, you are big factor. Bigger, 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 bigger. But the avoider is that you, are, you have a recognition. What does that mean? The core is recognized. And then you can grow into different realms which are from outside not recognizable, that's the same thing. So those are the two people we have over here in the Pasha. Good. Now I think we make the questions. Let's see. I understand Rabbi Rochem why the way he would come with the money and money that he counts it because it was not the possibility by me that he would take it to his pocket. I wouldn't do it either. So that can't be. That's the first reaction. Can't be. But he said it. So now you have to go deeper, recognize what does it mean. Yeah? You have to recognize what does it mean. The recognition of this, of the Gneiva, then you understand that, oh, that's what Rabbi Rochem meant, because it couldn't be like uh, the simple act of taking money into your pocket. That can't be done. Having a lot of money is putting you in a different world. That's right, that could be. That puts you in a different world, a different world of possibilities, and Actualizing a possibility. It could be too. You know, there could be. But then, that's the Yetzirah. 
then it's better you wouldn't go. When you would contemplate in this way, what making a lot of money, what does it make to you? You would not want to have a lot of money. You would not want that. Yeah? You would not want it. No, you would not. Because you don't want the responsibility. LMI, you want to stay irresponsible and having a lot of money. No, that's not the right way. But when you have a lot of money and you have to be responsible for it, <coughs> you would immediately cease to want to be rich. I guarantee you. <coughs> I guarantee you. You would cease to want to be rich. But uh, it doesn't have... Oh, everyone wants to be rich. You, you want to see that? You know, I can't... I show it to you, you know. When you will be rich, you get all the phone calls day and night that they want money from you. You hear all the solos in the cloudy soil. You are feel responsible to help. And you will be 24-7 not sleeping when you are responsible. That's what you will do. And it's a very irresponsible thing that you deliver the stockers to a gabai and you want to make more money. The Bayroilum gave you money in order to help people. <laughs> so it's your job to be in charge of your stockers, okay? That's normally, that's a Seichel says. And you hear all the us. Do you want that you should be, you shouldn't, shouldn't be sure whether you have a friend, because you never know whether he wants your money. You will hear all the us and you feel responsible to give to everyone 24-7. Do you want that? No. Do you want to be rich? Yes. Because the Yetzirah still makes you believe that's a good thing. And to me, it will not happen. Okay, so, okay, you want to be rich? No. Just be crazy. The matter says he had ten, ten camels, so I, I didn't know. Yeah. Guns good, huh? That's, that's filling up a swimming pool, man. He's having a kind, something similar to seeing the lumbers behind the thing. Yes, it's similar. It's similar. It is similar. That is a good beginning. Very good. That's a similar thing. You see the lambdas, yeah? That's like having our core. That's why when you want to be a Oivet Hashem, you need to be a lambdan. Yeah? You, you don't only need to be a, have a good, uh, a good heart and a good motivation. You need to be a lambdan because otherwise you can't have our core. That's right. I ate... Ah, I ate by Rabosh Areli, he didn't speak Tivratura, this I didn't know. I only heard from, Rabiankev Areli was a massive, massive Talmud Chochum. Massive. Massive Talmud Chochum. Really? So I didn't know that Osher does it too. No? Okay. Excuse me to say Osher. I, I know him since he's a Bocher and he's a friend of mine. So for sure I'll say Rabosh or the Harav or whatever it is. Yeah, okay, but... I didn't know he does it. And as I said over the story that happened with Rivkata, well, he said it over in the same way he doubled for it to happen. And not in the way the tale tells over the story while it was happening. Yes. Yeah, that's very good. That's right. Because he had, he, he had to tell them it happens exactly the way he doubled. Yeah, that was not for them to think that she's big and she's a shit for you. So, you know. no, that's the way you speak to yeah, yeah, that's what he said. He's not obligated to tell them all the soydas, you know. When my son's rabbi gives, 
Look, to go over the Pasha sheet with the sons, that's a whole uh, educational thing. Whenever you give over the Pasha sheet, it has to be your thing. Because you are the father. You don't import the Rebbe to the table, and still there's a virtual Rebbe over here. You can't do it really because it's Shabbos, otherwise you would put a Zoom, you know. But there's a virtual Rebbe over here, and he gives over the Pasha. That's a very wrong setup in a family. You are the father, and you give over something. So you could give over the parsha sheet, but then it has to be yours. Because you are in charge of your family on Shabbos. Yeah? I heard Rav Noach Orwak say that the hardest Shaila had to pass was from a young man that won the lottery. Yeah. And everyone now is a young man won the lottery. Why are it not me? You know, it's the immediate reaction. You see, why it's not me? You know, I wouldn't have any Shaila. No, you would have a Shaila. You would be driven crazy. No, when you know what that means, you never would want that. It says ten camels. Yes. The says that Okay, I, I didn't go into that. I wanted to say the, say the, say the, the, the rayon. Okay, so I think that's a very interesting take in the parasha. So it went, went further the same way. So Rav Levi, I will not guarantee that next week it will be still on the same topic. I will not guarantee anything. So please, next week, don't say we will now continue the topic of the. No, no, no. It's, especially because then it will be two weeks break. So perhaps next week I'll put a big blasting thing into the front of the audience and then I'll escape to America. And then there will be no shear for two weeks and then things will calm down, the dust will settle and then we'll go again. I don't know yet. But uh, I think that was an interesting, in fact, by me it was a very interesting thing to see the parasha like this. Hopefully that was good for you. Zeigesund.